State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we back on the air. Welcome back to yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. So I know that y'all just saw the shit that happened at the Oscars with Will. Jada and Chris Rock. I'm just going to jump straight into it because I have a few things to say about it and a few different perspectives to expose, you know what I mean, to put out there so y'all can kind of look at it from different ways. Now, all day, me, I'm Team Will. Now, I love Chris Rock as well. He's not my favorite comedian, but he is a damn good businessman and a great actor to me. If you don't know what happened, okay, so I don't know if Chris Rock was the host. I was really uh, not interested enough this year to watch the Oscars to even find that out. Um, I do want to highlight the females in comedy that they highlighted in the show as well. But Chris Rock had made a comment about Jada's head. He called her G.I. Jane. Basically, are we, are we getting ready for a G.I. Jane to, you know, referencing her bald head? Now, listen, some time ago last year, I think she did a Red Table Talk, but she's also talked about it in other interviews as well. She has a condition that makes her hair come out. And that's also why Willow cut her hair as well for her mom. But there is something medical going on. I'm not going to put any sickness on her. I'm not going to, because I don't know exactly what it is. I don't remember her even saying exactly what it is, but she has a condition that makes her hair fall out. She literally has been balding for years and she was open about it and it went viral. So I know everybody had to see it or at least everyone in our culture. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know who didn't know this shit. You know what I'm saying? And there is a lot of shit that I don't know. There's so much shit I don't know. But what I do know is that because I put her in jest with the mess one time for losing her hair. It was a certain way that she talked about it and I thought it was funny. And this was before she had said something about her condition. So I didn't talk about it anymore. I mean, which I don't beat a dead horse. Or if I talk about something once, I ain't going to keep talking about it. Yeah. So she had shortly after that came out and admitted to hair loss due to a certain condition, a medical condition that she's struggling with. So Chris Rock, I guess not knowing that, I don't know, or him just still being a comedian, because as comedians, we're very dark. Sometimes we don't care who is the butt of the joke. We just have to make it. And that's okay at times, but it's very cringy when it's on national TV and it's your own people. And I'm not even trying to be that person trying to destroy him for what he said. 
trying to just jump on the bandwagon of, oh, Team Will, and that's fucked up that he said that. Because comedy is very limitless. But while it's very limitless, you can't make jokes like that about people in their face when they have already said what their issue was, their medical issue was. Like, that took me back to when I had made fun of Chadwick Boseman, which still bothers me to this fucking day, which is why I only do just with the mess sometimes, and I'm only doing it because y'all keep asking for it. Because I honestly been tried to give up on that shit after Chadwick Boseman died. Now listen, it had nothing to do with everybody else telling me, oh, you fucked up, you did it, I got canceled after that. But it wasn't even the fact that people had thought that they canceled me. It was the fact that I really did not know that he was suffering with cancer. And I made that joke about his weight loss and how skinny his face got and how dark his skin, you know, his complexion was getting. I'm just thinking that this, this man was out in the sun and, and had to lose weight for a movie or a role. Cause you know, actors do that. They lose weight. They make all types of alterations to their bodies when they're doing certain roles. And he was a fucking actor. He did 11 movies from the time he was told he was diagnosed. He did 11 movies in like, Two years, bro. He went hard as shit because he knew his time was limited. So that's what I'm thinking. Not even knowing that he had cancer. Not even thinking to even research that shit. You know, as comedians, before they make jokes, some research, some don't. That's just one of the disadvantages of comedy. But when Chris Rock made that comment about Jada doing G.I. Jane 2 because of her haircut, at first, Will was laughing. Now, we can all see that. He was laughing. It was Jada who did not find that shit funny. She didn't find it funny. You can tell she's really, really tired of being the butt of the fucking joke. Her and her husband. You can tell. You can actually see the pain in Will's eyes. Let's hint on another thing before we get to the slap. Now, we have seen Will emotional in movies. We've seen him emotional in shows. We've seen him act like a motherfucker. This man can cry on cue. But we have only seen him cry and get emotional personally without a camera in his fucking face, without it being action for the past few years. Now, we've seen this shit much more after the entanglement thing with August Alsina and, and Jada, but he's been very open with his emotions. Men do cry. Men do feel feelings just like we do. I hate that there were comments trying to emasculate him like, what the fuck you, you gonna smack a nigga for and cry? And why the fuck you crying? And da 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 da. Like, that's really what the fuck he's also talking about as well. In his speech, he was saying, yo, to be able to do this shit, be a celebrity or be in a public eye, and if whether you're an influencer or a reality show star, an actor, a fucking rapper, a singer, a motivational speaker, a public figure, whatever, if you have a platform, and you are big enough to where people following you, a mass group of people following you, which is, you know, your fans or supporters, you have to deal with them flip-flopping on you. You got to deal with people talking shit on you like they know you. And you can only show them a little piece of your fucking life, but they're going to make up other parts to it. The parts that they don't know, the parts that you didn't show them. They speculate and they make up their own shit. They talk shit. People get disrespectful. And then other celebrities get disrespectful. You got to sit and take that shit. Like he said, you got to smile through that shit all the time. I felt exactly what he was saying, and I'm just with the mess. No, I don't think he's talking about people like me because I'm never disrespectful. I'll make fun of some shit, whatever. I'll make light of some shit, whatever. But ever since that shit happened with Chadwick, I haven't made fun of anybody's fucking appearance. Like if it looks like they're losing weight or if it looks like something's going on with the, or whatever, I stay away from that shit. You never know what people are fucking going through. 
And you can literally see the pain in Will's eyes after he smacked him and after he gave the speech. Now, back to it. He was laughing. But when he looked over and he seen his wife's reaction, he seen how uncomfortable she was. He seen, no, 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 no. This nigga making fun of her and she's uncomfortable and she's not laughing. So I have to make this right. He then got up, went up to the stage. Now, listen, you can tell Chris Rock his reaction of it. He didn't know what the fuck Will was going to do, honestly. I really honestly and truly feel that he may have thought Will was going to snatch the mic and say something back on the mic, make another joke, I'm going to crack back on you or whatever. Da, 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 da. Nah, he smacked the shit out that nigga. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Now let's get into the smack, because I, I couldn't help but to find a funny moment in the way he smacked him. He smacked him like, <laughs> like that was like a movie smack. Like, I swear to God, like, if you go in YouTube making of movies, like the makings of movies, and you do stunt double and look up like all types of stunt and fighting and shit, martial arts and all that shit, and you will see that Will was taught this shit. I guess he did it a lot in Gemini Man and in Hancock and shit, but this nigga... Movie smacked the shit out of him. That wasn't a Philly smack. Nah, nah, that, that wasn't no hood smack. It was just some hood shit to smack Chris Rock on national TV for coming for your wife. You know what I mean? But, nigga, that wasn't a hood smack. I just want to put that out there for everybody in Philly because I know that they was kind of thinking too, like, nigga, um, that's not a West Philly smack, but we going to take it because he was out of line. Boom. Right? So he smacked him and he walked the fuck off. And Chris Rock, in that moment, was still a comedian and still kept the show going. He could have fought back. He could have pressed charges, which he didn't, by the way. That was confirmed. He could have done anything. He could have stood there, went toe-to-toe with Will, blah, 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 whatever. He didn't. He turned it into a joke. His occupation, what the fuck he does. That's what his career. He said, okay, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Everybody laughed. It was comic relief. I know that shit burned. I ain't gonna hold you. Even though it was a movie smack, we seen how hard his little head jerked. I ain't gonna lie. He had a little strong neck, though. He ain't slap him silly. If he would have hit a circle, like Tyler Perry actors be doing when they be doing too much, I would have been like, okay, this shit is scripted. This nigga did not have to turn around like that. But I felt like it was real, right? And then he went back and he sat down and 
He said, yo, it was just a joke. It was, he said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. He said, yo, it was a G.I. Jane joke. He said, I don't give a fuck. Keep my fucking wife's name out of your mouth. He said, okay, I'm going to. And then on with the show we went, all right? Now, imagine in that moment how Jada felt as she sees her husband comes to her fucking rescue after I noticed she noticed that he laughed as well. I don't even think that he thought it was funny. I just think Will was being a good sport. I didn't think that he even knew that Jada would react that way because they already take so much off of fucking people about their marriage and shit. Now, they put it out there all willingly and freely. But still, people have to learn how to still respect them as a couple because at the end of the day, they're still standing together. They're still a union. They're still husband and wife. Even previously, a few weeks back, Laverne Cox had them on a red carpet. And she said something to them. She congratulated Red Table Talk. She congratulated Will on King Richard and, you know, all of their success together and individually. And then at the end, she kind of went sour with it and was like, and Jada, we ain't going to be expecting no more entanglements, right? (laughs) And even in Jada's little smirk, she was like, all right now, bitch, respect me. Stop fucking playing with me. Y'all can say whatever y'all want behind my back and on Twitter and behind that keyboard online. But do not disrespect me in my fucking face. I don't like that shit. You can literally see those words spewing out of her ears, coming off the wrinkles in her forehead. Well, she ain't got no damn wrinkles. Listen, skin just as tight as rapper's pants. I know that she was feeling some type of way about that. And Vivica Fox said something about that. Lisa Ray said something about that. It's fucking tacky. Bitch, why would you say that? Now, I love Laverne Cox, but bitch, have some class and some coof. And she never apologized. But she responded with some bullshit anyway. That's another story for another day. Now, I'm going to look at it on the flip side. Here's another point of view. So, needless to say, all celebrities and all influencers will mostly agree with Will. Oh, you did what you're supposed to do. You did, and I did too. Shit, I'm one of them. Team Will on this one, you know? However, Mario felt a different way. The singer, he's also from Baltimore too. Don't act like y'all don't know Mario. Yeah. So, he says, I ain't buying it. Y'all believe in that slap is the reason we spent two years in lockdowns. I get it now. He goes on to say... America is the biggest circus show. It's crazy at this point. Why did they have to use the greats for a viral moment? Shaking my head. They cast it this well. Now listen, that's a whole different perspective. Before y'all get all mad at Mario and and, and cancel him for saying what he's saying, y'all got to really think about it though. Now like I said, I really don't agree, but I'm open to what he's saying. So y'all remember a couple weeks back, a lot of big ass celebrities Big names had all teamed up and said that they would boycott the fucking Oscars, right? They also said that shit about the Grammys, but they all said that. Now, these are big names, big stars. It was so much controversy surrounding the Oscars previous to it airing this year because it's not black enough. So listen, what if that shit was staged and scripted to increase views? Do you get what I'm saying? And the only way that it could work is if they use two of the biggest fucking names that's in the building of the Oscars that night. You got Will Smith, you got Chris Rock. And then the butt of the joke was Jada Pinkett Smith. Now you have to be open enough to even see it like this. If you're closed-minded, you're going to turn the podcast off. Nah, I need you to listen to it. When Will got up and went up there to smack Chris, no security jumped out, nobody walked up, nobody ran up. Usually on these sets... Security right there. I'm talking about I've been to the Emmys. I've been to uh, BET Awards. Like they have security every couple fucking feet. 
waiting for some shit to pop off because this is a broadcast. This is not just a fucking event. This is on national TV. This is live as well. So they got to be ready, right? Nobody ran up. We saw no security. And you know another thing about the Oscars is you cannot curse on national TV. You cannot curse at the Oscars. You can't curse. But this is also a live show. So they might slip, but for the most part, they catch it. They had Will on camera, high definition, screaming to the top of his lungs, keep my fucking wife's name out your mouth. Not once, but twice. And he dropped the F-bomb three times in total. They didn't bleep that shit. They didn't hurry up and cut to commercial. They kept that shit going. Why? It still happened live. So everybody who was doing absolutely nothing or absolutely something saw this shit escalate. It went viral. And that directed everybody's attention to the fucking Oscars. Because everybody was hype over that moment. But you better believe everybody wanted to still see how the rest of the show played out. How everybody else was affected. Was everybody still thinking about it when they accepted their awards and when they performed and shit and all of that. Like, yo, you got to think about it like that too. Now we got a commercial, and if you click off this podcast, I swear I'm going to beat your ass. Listen. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Maybe it was planned. You have to also think about that. Be open to it. Now, like I said, again, I don't think so. But I'm definitely open to believing that they would do something like that. Now, I don't know what the fuck Chris Rock would do for some money, but I think Will and Jada have been open enough with us for us to know or for us to think that they wouldn't do no shit like that for no money. Or just, period. Like, like nah, not the Smiths. I don't know about Chris Rock, but not, not the Smiths. But again, we don't personally know these fucking people. We know what they show us. But if the whole shit was staged, one thing that is real, Will's pain. That nigga has been hurting for a few years now. Shit. And I think he's more emotional now than he's ever been. Well, that, that he's showing us. But he's also showing us that men do have feelings and men do cry and they do feel, they do get sad. When you strip all the toughness away and all the, the masculinity, strip all that, that pride and that ego shit away, you still have a human being who has feelings and who has a heart. And hearts, they do break and they can be broken. They can be repaired, but 
it's nothing like when it breaks. And it's nothing like having to wake up and not even wanting to go online because you know it's all negativity. It's it's a bunch of bullshit that's being said about you. And it's a bunch of ridicule you have to face. And you really may well be a great person, but these people, they they make you not want to be so great. They make you not feel so great, you know? That's just the impact that one can have on another these days and not even know you and you don't even know them. That shit is hurtful. And so I definitely want to give a shout out to Will for not only smacking Chris, but defending his wife when he's seen that she wasn't okay with something. She felt uncomfortable. He defended his wife. That's what a husband does. That's what a protector does. That's what your partner does for you. No matter what's going on, no matter where we at. They're a strong-ass couple. They strong as shit, yo. And honestly, remember everybody used to say, oh, yo, they goals, they goals. And then we kind of retracted that statement when we found out about the entanglements and all of that shit. But when you really think about how they ride for each other and how they can put everything, all they bullshit out on the table and still be together and still be happy and, and still make TikToks and really have fun together, like, you know, they're best friends. And that shit in itself is goals. Because you got to think about it. They didn't get here by being the perfect couple. They got here having to go through shit. Shit that they been was going through. We just became privy to this shit. You got so many allegations on Will. So many allegations on Jada. All of that shit. They stand together. They have a beautiful family. They successful. But even they face the heat. You get what I'm saying? And they strong enough not to let it melt them. Not to let this shit pull them away. That's real goals. Also, before I get out of here... I want to give Quest Love a big shout out. He won a fucking Oscar. He won a fucking Oscar, nigga. And if you don't know who the fuck Quest Love is, nigga, you're tripping because I ain't going to tell you. You got to go find that shit out for yourself, nigga. Study your roots. Boom. We come to the end to yet another Carefully Reckless episode brought to you by your girl, Jess Hilarious. Next week, tune in. More fire, more heat every Wednesday. And in my best pan voice, Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.